0: I solemnly swear I am up to no good. Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever it is, welcome to a random episode of The Random Podcast. Now, um, I normally, you know, have some sense of what the fuck I'm going to talk about, but I don't today. Uh, I just kind of felt like, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I feel like doing a podcast. So, here I am, uh, you know, rolling around uh, at the speed of sound, got a place to go. Got to follow my way forth. Um, you know, I can't stick around that long. You know, I'm doing this real quick. Because, you know, I started going to the gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah, by the way, I, I got a gym membership. You know, I'm filthy casual now. Um, or, or 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 is the streaming term normie? But anyways, uh, let's see. Let's see what's new. Oh, yeah. I-, I signed up for classes. I finally was like, you know what? I'm fucking tired of just, you know, being okay with the status quo. And uh, I guess, you know... Uh, you know, I'm moving forward with my life why whatnot, um... I kind of... I kind of feel like, you know, I should do like a donation goal? Because right now I'm currently saving up for a car, because I have to like, go to the next town over to get reinstated into my university, and then like, because I take it at a, a state university or well, state college, or whatever the fuck it's called, I, I don't remember the college system, um... But, uh, yeah, so I have to, I have to, I have to, like, go around, but the next, the nearest, like, state college is, like, a town over, um, and I don't have a car, so I have to, like, save it for a car, um, and then that's gonna take a bit of cash, and I, I work at a fucking, I mean, part of my income goes towards, like, student loans, part of my income goes towards, you know, living stuff. But uh with that being said, I just, you know, I planned out, you know, you know, if people want to donate uh the Kofi links and the Patreon link is, you know, in there uh if you, I don't or you can just donate via Twitch um when I do stream or whatever. Uh But it'd be really appreciated. I'm not really asking. Well, I am asking, but I'm not really saying, like, oh, you know, if you're a valued listener, just, you know... But that's all I'm going to really mention about it. Um, You'll probably see, like, a little donation goal in my Twitch streams. It's not that hard, but... uh, The setup, but... uh, So, you know, I've been, like, kind of thinking, like, what am I going to do with this podcast? Because, you know, I, I I love sociology, I really do, but, you know, I can't really make it into an educational thing because, one, I'm not really qualified to talk that much about sociology and, like, I haven't really studied it that much. I mean, I, I've, I've been reading, uh, what's that shit called? The Social con yeah the social construction of reality uh what the fuck is that? i don't even give a fuck about it, but it, it it's a book like it, it's it's interesting it shows like it talks about like um it's basically the sociology of knowledge like and it it examines things like uh it, it's kind of like perception like my world like in the s- simplest sense right um if you if you see like time as like a river um let's say time is a river, and let's say your life is a boat going down that river. You know, it all goes to the same place. You start off at this port, and that's when you're born, and then you go down, and then, you know, the many twists and turns, you know, uh, you might go, uh, quantum... uh, I don't really feel like explaining the multiverse theory. I mean, fucking read a comic book. Fuck, read a... read crisis from uh the DC universe. But regardless, like you're going down the road, you're going down the river, and uh you have your boat and that's your reality. That's how you perceive reality around you. That's how you perceive like you know society, and whatnot, and then um let's say your boat joins up with another person's boat, and that boat joins up with another person's boat, and then it eventually, like you get off your boat and you get a room in a ship, a big ass ship, and that room becomes your new reality. And that big ass ship is society. Um, and how your how your reality shaped somewhat is from your own perception. And some think that room might be uh, extravagant. Some think that room may be Uh, pitiful, some people think it it may just be average, Um, but it's, you know the caste system exists even today Um, and I say that in the sense of like socioeconomic classes, like when you start off with like, you know, the lower class uh, the middle class and upper class, and then the the select few, aka the 1%. Um, that that's a different caste system because the, thing like this. The select few would be um the the royalty, um the upper class would be the nobles, the middle class would be the knights and then or the merchants and whatnot and then cuz they're all on the same uh well, they wouldn't be on the same cuz sometimes in certain like uh Society's knights were considered nobles, and I want to say, like, are they on the same levels as barons? I haven't really looked into, like, the whole knight system since I actually wrote stuff. Um, but at the same time, I'm just saying, um, I- I'm die, tra- I'm di- tra- I'm, tr- I'm tracking, uh, what's that word? I'm getting off track, uh, but when you think about like that, and you consider that like, yeah, you know, that, that's like a really rough and vague description of how you describe like, you know, uh, the the social perception of reality. Um, my reality might not be your reality, but your reality, uh, isn't my reality either. And it, it, and the interaction between the two is what, the book focuses on. It's really interesting to read. It's a really interesting read. Especially if, like, you're doing world building and whatnot. It helps you, like, in my, in my personal opinion, it helps you establish a better, uh, a better world building. Like, world building. And, like, when you're thinking about, like, different societies and whatnot, like, let's say uh, you're going and you're going to create a, like, a uh, like a monarchy. you know, Everyone knows, like, the general rule of, like, you know, the caste system, like, the royalty are those who rule, the nobles are the ones who fight, and then, um, the peasants are the ones who work. And that's that. That's how it's broken down, and it, it, it's, it, it's like the bread and butter at this point, um, but nonetheless uh i i i found like with this with this application you're able to see like you know let's say you're going to write a, a love story you know one of those generic love stories where it's like you know a noble meets a commoner and they fall in love but then it it turns out that the commoner didn't know the person was a noble um and it's forbidden because they're in, from different worlds and the noble you know has a misconception about like oh how uh, the commoners live whatnot and that's kind of like that's a, that's a sense of like reality um, because they wouldn't they wouldn't necessarily know uh, what's okay and what's not okay and that's that's just something like you have to consider but then you also have to consider something like uh, you know uh, different perspectives because the thing is like. My perspective like let's say my opinions and my own, you know, thought processes are shaped from my own experiences um, through my life and what I've learned, what I've observed and what I experienced and that that formulates my own life experience. Like that formulates my own opinion, that formulates my own uh perspective and the same goes to you that's why you know going back to the saying the what i mentioned earlier where my reality is different from your reality if we are in the same situation um how i perceive things may be different from you and you know that what makes uh empathy empathy and uh understanding one of the most desired skills and like jobs because You know, being able to understand that key moment, and you're like, okay, now is it making it just about me? Is it just making it about you? You know, you can't keep comparing yourself. Like, oh well, this is this is how I perceive things. This is how I perceive things. This is how I perceive things. It's more like, okay, let me look at your perspective because you have to also understand like their history. You have to understand like you know where they're coming from, like their work ethic. Like it, it, it's why the HR department is one of the most crucial things because these people are trained professionals. and I think I mentioned that on the previous podcast, like uh one of the golden three departments. Uh you have the you have the HR department. If you don't have an HR department uh accounting department and the uh executive department, your company will fall apart. You can have it. And if you only have like two of the three, you're not going to get far. There's going to be a, there's going to be major structural issues, um, and that's what makes organizational behavior so interesting. And um, I, oh wait, I, I've been meaning to say this. I've been meaning to say this because I like for a long time. I, I always thought like, oh, you know, it it came from. Uh, That opinion came from, like, a really bad interview I had. I I think I mentioned it, like, on a way earlier podcast, but, like, basically, um, I applied for, like, a temp service, and I had a horrible fucking interview. The person was really rude. They're like, oh, well, you know, you're just fluffing your resume, or blah, blah, blah. This company company looks fake, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, they were trying to, like, define, like, oh, well, you know, I remember... I helped a startup and they named me CFL. And from there, uh, the conversation kind of went south because they're like, well, you know, uh, what was the budget? And I'm like, well, you know, we, we, we ran around like $450,000, you know, it was a small business. Like it wasn't like a big, it was, it wasn't like a medium sized business, um, to say, but like, you know, we had, we had some employees, like we had maybe like 200 employees, you know? When we started off we had like <laughs> we had like fifty. Uh well no, when we first first started off we had like fifteen. Then we've eventually expanded to fifty when I went to college in a different city and then like over time it went up to like two hundred people and we were like on average the budget would be around like four hundred fifty thousand. And then from there it was just kinda like sh- the person looked at me and they like, Well, you know, that's just basically like a accounting clerk. Um because like, you know, CFOs of companies, you know, they usually deal with, you know, budgets over 2 million. Uh, CPAs deal with for 450,000 and up to like a million or so. And I, I'm just, you know, at the point, I'm like, well, you know, this is a professional, they know what they're doing. But then I sat down and thought about it, I was like, wait, no. You know, I, I had a conversation with the company, and they're like, well, you know, she might say it's accounting clerk, but you controlled all the, like you made decisions. You like analyzed the budget. Like you did a lot of stuff for us, like budget, like financial wise. You know, um, I mean, yeah, we had to hire a, C- a CPA because you know you're not the best at, you're not the best at, uh you're not the best at like you know tax laws and whatnot you know payroll you know is was rocky oh man payroll was rocky as fuck when we first started like messing up the taxes oh my god i remember we i brought a fucking audit from the fucking irs that was a fucking nightmare but we learned our lesson and just started hiring cpas Uh, for anything related to IRS, because that shit's stressful as fuck. Like, we got everything audited, we had to pull out receipts. But then again, I'm like, I was really prudent about that. Like, I kept receipts for everything, all business expenses, like, invoices, I always had a copy. Like, I had a digital copy, I had a physical copy. Um, And that's how we ran things. Uh, With that being said, uh, it's... That's you know, that's basically, you know, I did a lot of duties, and, like, I don't really feel explaining all of them, but at the same time, like, when I first had that, you know, when I had that conversation, she kept saying, like, oh, well, blah, 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 you know, you're just accounting clerk, you know, you're just filling your resume, and whatnot. Have you ever heard of the Six Sigmas? Like, you say you have organizational behavior. Like, I had a business teacher, and I, like, I studied under her. Like, even though I took her class, like, you know, maybe a little bit before um, the incident got me that got me, um uh, kicked out of college occurred, like, I have taken classes with her before, and I used to, you know, visit her during office hours, even when I wasn't taking and she would teach me stuff about business and, like, you know, how organizational structures and, like, you know, she 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 taught me a lot, and I, I owe her a lot because, like, a lot of stuff I learned from her, you know, ended up... So, here's the funny thing. Um, there's something called Six Sigma, and that's, like, basically organizational behavior, uh, stratified into different levels of success for project management and whatnot, and there's, like, a black, there's, like, it starts off with, a, like, a yellow belt, then a green belt, then a brown belt, then a black belt, you know, um, to kind of, like, copy the thing, but then I, I just real like, I forgot when. I think what it was, like, a couple months ago. I remember I was, like, I was, like, okay, I'm going to gear up. I'm going to take this class. I'm going to pay, like, you know, $600 just to, just to take the test, and then I have to at to save up and spend like maybe a thousand dollars or so to take the class and pay sixteen hundred dollars and I'm like you know and at one point I stopped and I, I thought about it, I was like This is like one of those fucking self health books or the you know the, the gym workout or the fad the fad diets. Because the thing is it's like okay there's no set authority on like the whole six sigma like product project management like what's the point of the project management system if they're like oh well you know there's if there's no set organization there's a, like it's not like a it's not like the, it's not like the bar you know where it's like you know that's basically everything that's the authority on like you know if someone's a lawyer or not it's not like uh the organization that's in charge of you know if the medical board or whatever uh whatever organization that is like the, the, uh, the authority of like, if you're a doctor or a medical practitioner or whatnot, you know, it's not like, uh, the organization that's in charge of like, you know, if you're a, C- a certified CPA, like there's a, there are, there are internationally recognized authoritative boards associated with different, uh, Industries, but when it comes to Six Sigma, it's since it's just really project management that you can learn in college or, you know, uh, just working at a company, it's literally it, like it's one of those pointless fucking ventures where it's like, okay, you know, we're making it cool by, you know, sliding you with like all these tests and whatnot, and this is proof that you could manage a project that you spent fucking $600 just to fucking, like, are are, are you kidding me? Like, it, 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 like uh, let's put it like this right most fast food restaurants they use uh the vog or voice of guest as metrics to determine like okay you know for various things like you know if we're doing well you know speed of serve they use different metrics to measure like how well their stores performing like different things, like, to attract different guests and stuff. And it's a lot more complicated than that, but I'm, like, I'm really just watering it down. Um, but different things that, you know, for a non, like, upper management level employee, someone like, you know, a shift supervisor or a store manager, they see stuff like, you know, uh speed of service, voice of guests, like, the comments and whatnot, and then they make adjustments from that, or, like, you know, surveys and whatnot to get, like, a a picture of like how the customer's perspective of the business is in order to you know make according adjustments and whatnot now with that being said like okay you know that whole system um ah man where did i did i or was that just at the um I forgot I forgot the name of the thing, but it's literally like this uh this whole thing. Like there's this video where this guy breaks down um the whole concept of that 'cause there's it there's more to it just than just VOG. Um and he does it on a napkin and it's a YouTube video. It's like maybe ten minutes long. Um and it speaks volumes because like, you know, the dude explain it ten minutes a napkin and with that you can learn a lot and you can adapt and like expand your business mindset, but at the same time, why the hell would you sit there and spend thousand dollars to get certified in something where it's like, okay, you know like let's put it like this, right? I can understand the uh professional and human resources certification. I can understand that. Um because it allows you to basically it's like a it's like a mini associate's degree. You get me? Or it's like, it's a step up from an associate's degree. It's like, you know, I have an associate's degree, but I don't have, like, a master's in, like, human resources, so this is basically, like, a mini-master's. A mini okay, I can understand that. But with Six Sigma, there's no, there's no quanti- quantifiable achievement from uh, getting that. There's no reason to actually get that. And that's, that's one of the things that pissed me off even more, in retrospect— you know, looking back, they always say high-size 50-50, but at that point, it's like, okay, I wasn't at the interview, I wasn't at the fact that I f- basically f- got treated like I was, like, someone just trying to fucking lie to get a job. Like, I took I took assessment tests, they're like, oh, well, you know, you're, you're, uh, your 10-key speed isn't that, that fast. I'm like, okay, not a lot of people have, like, super-fast 10-key speed. Like, oh, yeah, when you're doing data entry, yeah. Okay, it starts off slow. First, because but as time goes on you get quicker. Like I can touch type. I memorize the keyboard. I memorized the normal QWERTY keyboard. I don't I haven't memorized the French keyboard. That's a little bit uh we'll get we'll get to that later. Um but at the same time like I know I, I know like from left to right it's like 1 2 3 4 I mean, 1, 2, 3, next rows four five six 4, 5, 6, next rows seven eight nine 7, 8, 9, and the top one is numlock, uh, slash, which is for divide, uh, asterisk, which is for multiplication, and then the uh, very top right would be uh, the minus for subtraction, and then uh, spanning between 6 and 9 is the plus key, and then spanning between uh, 3 and period would be the enter key. Um, and this is the this is a typical setup uh for Tinky. And you know, as time moves on, like through repetition you get faster. Um your initial speed, okay, yeah, that's great. But if it's like slightly below, you know, industry standards, but everything else checks out, then you're good. You know? But other than that, like I know like when it comes to like temp services, their goal is to market you. Um, to a company so they can get a cut of your income. So you'd be instead of getting paid like you know seventeen an hour for a job, you get paid like fourteen, and they keep three dollars off top. So, or a well, in some cases, sometimes it's like, yeah, no. For most cases, for like low entry, like entry level positions, it's like that. Like they they take like a couple dollars off top. So every hour you work, they get a cut. And that adds up, because they usually have multiple people working there, and then um, they charge fees and whatnot, because they also do payroll, they do insurance, and it it, it saves a lot. It saves a lot. Um, when it, And especially when it comes to like, taxes and whatnot, when it comes for a company. But that's besides the point. Um, what I'm getting at is, like, the fact that I got treated that way, like, yes, it's unjust, but at the same time, like, why is that being pushed as, like, an industry standard for, like, Six Sigma when you can just literally just go to an internship, you learn the skills there, you learn, like, you can be, like, oh, yeah, well, it's hard to land an internship. Okay, you know, that that's fine. Like, you have to go out, you have to, you know, network, you have to connect. Like, you could stay in a classroom all your life and you cannot have the soft skills and you will not be a, a desirable hire because, yeah, you can look great on paper, but in, in person, like, you have no good social interaction knows good soft skills, you can't talk to people, Uh people end up hating you because you don't know how to fucking, you don't know how to read a situation, you don't know how to address uh things in a you don't know how to address sensitive topics in a sensitive way, and it just makes a headache for HR, and it just causes more problems, like, oh yeah, this person's perfect, but then it's like, you know, we can't really deal with this person um and that's why it gets to the point like that um, but Needless to say, uh, <sighs> I just I find it pointless. I, like I know this might seem like a a repeating a repeating uh point I'm saying, but yeah, no, it, it's pointless, and that's why I'm just like, okay, uh, there's certain things that need to be changed, but at the same time. It's, it is what it is, um, and go back to, uh, and this is why I'm just like, it's whatever. Uh, I just don't really find it, uh, interesting, uh, when it comes to, like, career-wise. Uh, it's... <sighs> It's always different for everyone, and you can't just assume like you know how some what type of things people are going through. You don't know their life. You know they don't, not everyone lays their heart on the sleeve. No one, not everyone sits there and you know is open about their life. But need to say like soft skills are really important in the uh, in o- overall uh, industries because you need it. Yeah, that's what it was on. You need it. Um, But, what was I about to say? I forgot. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm sorry. By the way, I just want to point out something. Um, If you were a loved one, ever, Feel the need to go to a fast food restaurant. Do yourself and the poor employees that work there a favor of don't be stupid. I understand sometimes you, uh, you can't figure out what you want. That's cool. That's fine. That's great. That's great. But, Never is okay, just to fuck with employees just to fuck with them, or you feel like you don't like the person um there's been a couple times where I've caught employ- uh I caught customers just you know going out of the way just to fuck with employees like I remember personally speaking against myself um I remember uh there was an individual I don't know if he was homeless or not um i'm not going I'm not at liberty to stay, but I closed the lobby. Um, I closed the lobby at 11. And I remember it was like, it was like 1. And, uh, I told someone to go, you know, just do quick sweep of the lobby. Check that, you know, there's paper towels and toilet paper in the bathrooms and they can go home. And, they're like, Hey, uh, hey, Melty, I'm like, what's up? Uh, there's someone in the bathroom. I'm like, what the fuck? So I go and I knock and they're like, oh, just a minute, and I just hear the water running, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know, and I hear splashing, I'm like, wait, what the fuck, and then again, he's like, oh, uh, just a minute, and I'm like, no, not just a minute, like, what are you doing in there, he's like, oh, you know, uh, the bathroom's occupied, I'm like, no, what are you doing, and they're like, I'm not at liberty to say, it. I'm like, you know what, cool, uh, I do apologize, the lobby is closed, I need you to, uh, vacate the premises, because this is a safety issue, um, And the person's like, Oh, just give me five minutes. I walk over to the ship supervisor and I'm like, Hey, by the way, I have a question. They're like, What? Uh, So there's someone in the bathroom. Man. I should kick him out, right? They're like, Yeah, what the fuck? You know, so I walk over and I knock again. I'm like, I'm sorry, but you know, uh, I have reason to believe that you're grooming yourself uh, in the bathroom and that's not really allowed. Even if the lobby was open, that's not really allowed. I'm going to have to ask you to leave the premises like could you please like you know this is your second warning if I have to warn you one more time I'm gonna call you know call law enforcement and they're like I just said I said five minutes hold on you know and I'm like what the fuck you know and so the person goes and it's like (laughs) so you know I I wait like a couple minutes I I knock and I'm like all right. Uh, at this point I gave you several warnings. I need you to leave. And he's like, I and I heard the door open, so I back up and I'm like, you know, I, I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and get into altercation. I'm like, I don't I don't feel like getting punched. I'm not I'm not a masochist like that. Um dude walks out, really tall guy, and he's like, Hey I said I said give me a couple minutes and I'm like, No, you gotta leave promises. If you continue to walk towards me, I will call the cops and if you continue and if you attempt to stop me, then I may have to use force against you. And they're like, What are you, a robot? Like, have some humanity, dude. Like, what the hook? I was like, I I do apologize, but, you know, you are basically trespassing at this point. I asked you to leave the property and the lobby's been closed. Um, I understand things can be rough for people, but at the same time, like, uh, this is completely unacceptable. Uh, I don't know how long you've been in the bathroom, but the lobby's been closed for a couple hours now. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You know? And the person's like, you know what the fuck ever. So they went back, got their stuff, and they left. And he was like, fuck you, dude. And I'm like, enjoy your night. I locked door. Turns out, person person calls, calls the corporate number, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, he, uh... I ordered this, and he, he he went, and he spent my drink, and then he walked back, made my food, and he spit my food, too. And then he smiled, and he laughed, and then threw the drink at me. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> was like, what the fuck? And the, the, now the district manager knows it. And when I, I remember when I got hired, the district manager was like, hey, we can't pay you what you're used to, because uh, they saw my resume alright, we really can't pay what you're used to, I know that, you know, you're used to being paid higher wages, but, you know, this is an entry-level position, I'm like, you know, it's fine, I'm just here to pay bills, you know? I don't really care. And this is the first time I actually got a normal fast food, like, entry-level job, like, I always had, like, some weird, you know, shit, I really shouldn't be, I'm way too young for this shit, but fuck it, I'm, I'm in the position type jobs. Um, and it's whatever, so, and she's like, you know, there's a, There's an incident, you know, there was an accusation that you, uh, you, uh, you spit in a a customer's food, blah, blah, blah. and I I responded, I got texted this, and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm gonna be really straightforward, this is really insulting, uh, I've been working customer service for ten years, you really think I would scoop to some, like, little kid-level tactic of getting back at an angry customer? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, okay, so they said i spend their food blah, blah blah and when they asked for a refund i said no fuck them and if they and i told and apparently i told them like oh well i'll call the cops if you don't leave the premises and i'm like all right so i don't really i was like i i told this manager like you know i've been i've been a customer service professional for 10 years um i worked in almost every as sector of customer service um and i'm way more professional like I know you rarely see me work because I work nice, but at the same time, like I handle customers quite well. My specialty is dealing with angry customers. So, what in my right, what in your right mind? I didn't really say this, but like you know, it's kind of like after that. Like, why would I, a professional and someone that holds themselves with integrity and follows utmost and follows a code of professionalism, sit there? and fucking spitting someone's food. Now uh yeah, no. That's not me. That's not me at all. And yeah, go ahead. They're like, "Well, we'll be checking the cameras, blah, blah." blah. I'm like, "Go ahead, check them." And then when <laughs> I was like, "Go ahead. You will find me one kick up kick up a potentially homeless person out that was grooming themselves. And two, you'll see me do most of the time run back and forth trying to make sure nothing, make sure you know, uh, the food gets out on time. The food's given out correctly and the food's hot. Um, and give out breaks and lunches and you know deal with you know I'm short staffed or whatnot. Um, but most of the time that's that's what I'm usually seen as. I'm running back and forth. I'm doing stuff. I'm either cleaning. I'm either stocking. Like that's the type of thing they see on the cameras and. You know, it's Night Shift. Everyone plays Night Shift, they don't see what Night Shift does, they just assume, like, oh, well, everything's not perfect the way I like it, so I need... Like, I'm upset. You didn't put all the the ranches in display. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't stock a couple ranches, especially when our shipment just got here not too long ago, and they they haven't unloaded it yet. So I'm sorry for not being able... I'm sorry for not being able to, uh to stock a couple ranches, I, I, I do apologize, it doesn't mean I'm bad at my job, it just means I couldn't stock some ranches, uh, but that's whatever, uh, now with that being said, uh, it's, uh, it's sad, it's, it, it's sad, there's certain, this had to be said, uh, and I, I remember there was a tweet where it was like, you know, we should be able to. This, I guess, they work in like fast food or retail. They're like, you know, we should be able to fight a customer at least once a year. Just once a year, just be like, you know what, fuck it, and just and just you know, see whose hands is better. <laughs> um, and personally, if if we if we could fight a customer once a year, I'm not gonna lie it'd be satisfying, because there's always that one customer, that one regular customer that knows they're on some bullshit, and they do it on anyways to get away with it, and you're just like, you know what? You know? Uh, Being able to, like, I don't know, throw a chair at them would be so satisfying. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes, sometimes, there's a customer that's just, they're really drunk, they're harassing my, my female employees, and I'm just like, uh can you not? They're like, Hey yo, let me let me speak to that hottie right there. Let me get at her digits. Let me take her home. Give her give her our lunch for me. I'm like, you know what? Here's your food and uh get off the property. I'm just gonna come back around. I'm like, here's your food and <laughs> enjoy your night. And I just you know, I close I close the window and you know, they really do come back and they're like, Hey, let me talk to the hottie, let me get her number I'm like I'm sorry, sir, uh, we don't sell hotties here. Uh, I don't believe that's a food item. Uh, If you want, I can give you some recommendations on the menu. And they're like, uh, uh, and they get mad. They're like, oh, no, no, I want the hottie. I'm like, I do apologize. I can't really do that. Uh... May I suggest the special of the day? And they get mad and they they sit there and they're like, You know what fuck you do? Blah, blah you're just a cock block, blah 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 You know, they get mad and I'm just like, Eh Enjoy your night. And I, you know, I walk away on the headset, and they're like, they go by, and they, you know, they they throw their little temper tantrum, and they flip me off, and whatnot, where they'll wait in the window, and I, I open the window, and they're like, oh, fuck you, dude, blah, blah, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you need something? Oh, no? Okay, I'm sorry. I have to get back to the other words, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's that type of thing. And like, honestly, I don't know if I should talk about this, but, you know, the funniest thing, the funniest moment, right? Nah, I won't talk about it. I won't talk about it. Um, Maybe, maybe years later. Uh, But, yeah, sometimes you just want to just slap the employee, Uh, you want to slap the customer and be like, are you serious? Are you serious, my dude? Like, you really gonna do that, my dude? Like, for reals? You're just like, you know, just one good slap, like, and you're just like that—that that satisfying, like, look a shock on their face, like he just slapped me. And you're just like, yes, I just I slapped you like the bitch you are. Um, and that's—I mean, if I—I I mean, not fun. Fi- oh, okay, okay, okay. Let me let me rephrase that. If we could, not if it'd be cool if we could slap the taste out a customer's mouth once a year like they say that one stupid thing you're like hey come here real quick and they're like and just slap the fuck out of them like no you've been coming here for how long and you still do the same dumb shit the shit's not cute uh (laughs) and you know the fuck i'm talking about especially those motherfuckers what i don't get what i don't get are the people that know what the fuck they want they pull up And they're always like... You know, sometimes it gets busy. Sometimes we're short-staffed. And we're like, hey, could you give us a moment? You know? And they're like... They're like, oh, sure, yeah, not a problem. And you're like... Alright, I do apologize about the wait. What can I get for your order? And they're like, "Could you give me a moment, please? you're like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, let me know when you're ready. Yeah, can I get this? I'm like... You're really going to be petty with the motherfuckers that are making your food? You're going to make their life that much harder... You know, of course you'll get hot, fresh food. That's cool. Yeah, you'll get everything you ask for. But you're still an asshole for ruining... Like, think about it like this. The people that work there, they have their own lives. They have their own shit to deal with. And you're just gonna be that... You're gonna be that much of an asshole because you are asked to wait maybe 10-15 seconds. And for those motherfuckers, okay, I understand the concept of fast food, but let me let me ask you this. Let's say you had to go to work at 8am, and it's 7.50, and you go to a drive through that's completely packed, and there's a wait. Why the fuck would you take out your frustration on the employee when, one, you chose to go to a packed, busy restaurant to get food? And they tell you, oh, I'm sorry, this is going to take a little bit of weight while well, well, we make it fresh. And you're like, no, I have to go to work. Like, could you hurry the fuck up? And you're like, are you, are, are you serious? Like, are you really going to be like that much of a dick to, to employ because you chose to be late to work? Like, shut the fuck up. Um, and that, and it, it's satisfying. Like, I have never once told a customer to shut the fuck up. I've never told a boss to shut. Th- oh, I lie. I have told. I have told a boss to shut the fuck up. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was satisfying. They looked. They looked at me in shock. They're like, "What?" I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" I don't care. And they're like, "I'll have your job for the." Don't give a fuck. I've witnessed people just go off on their on the bosses. I'm like, damn. I wish I could do that. I'm rooting for this dude. <laughs> just be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. You know, fuck it. Fuck fuck this shit. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck this all with a swifable bat. Shut the fuck up. Fire me if you want. I don't give a fuck. I'm going home. And then the and then the and then the boss realized, shit, I don't have anyone to replace this person. Fuck. Well, I'm just gonna train him. And they're like, I'm not training shit. You dig this ditch. You fucked it over. And, you know, that's, that's really satisfying. Just finally let off all that frustration that's been building up for years. And you're just, like, into the ultimate, like, satisfying, shut the fuck up. And that's just, those four fucking words are so fucking satisfying after all the fucking trials and tribulations you've gone through. Now, with that being said, I'm going to conclude uh, this podcast of mine. And, uh, like usual, this is uh, Melty Scarlet, the Crimson Hermit. And I hope everyone has a, a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone has a wonderful graduation. Graduations for all those graduating college students out there. And, like always, stay classy. And... Don't be a daft cunt.